0: Hello and welcome to Inside Intercom. I'm Liam Garrity. It's kind of crazy to think that OpenAI's ChatGPT was only launched a couple of months ago. The speed to which AI became a part of our lives is something nobody could have predicted. It's already starting to transform the customer service and support space. Intercom co-founder Des Trainer talked about how he believes the future of CS is automation and humans. Bots and brains working together on a recent episode of our podcast. Human plus machine is better than machine, which in turn is better than the human. I think that's like what I see in this world of support. I think you'll have humans ultimately controlling the sort of the intelligence that the AI works off. Many customer support leaders have dove right into AI and are swimming around in its generative waters, but others, while excited, are only dipping their toe in, feeling a little daunted. Well, for any of you toe dippers, you might be interested to hear about a new study by researchers at Stanford University and the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, all about generative AI at work, with some really interesting findings. The study was conducted by Eric Brinjolfsson, Danielle Lee, and Lindsay Raymond.
1: So I'm Lindsay Raymond, I'm a graduate student at MIT.
0: Lindsay and her colleagues studied the impact of generative AI tools on productivity at a Fortune 500 company. It's the first time the impact of these tools on work has been measured outside of a lab setting.
1: The idea of generative AI itself is pretty new. In terms of what people have studied, there have been some work that said, how do these tools perform on things like the bar exam?"
0: AI crushed the bar exam.
1: Or coding exams, very laboratory-based examinations of the capabilities. And ours is the first that says what happens when you study what these tools can do in a real workplace and over a long course of time, because our study occurs over the course of the year.
0: So what exactly was the study about?
1: We look at a generative AI-based tool that's designed to help tech support workers when they're solving people's tech support problems.
0: That sounds familiar.
1: Telling them both what to say. So how do you solve the specific tech support problem and also guidance on how they should communicate that to the customer. And we do a difference and different analysis. So a very slow rollout of this tool across people over time. So we can try to get at the causal effect of the tool. We're looking at workers who are providing tech support for a Fortune 500 firm that does small business and accounting software, mostly for U.S.-based small businesses.
0: They looked at a lot of different outcomes, like how quickly people resolve calls, how many issues they're able to resolve, customer satisfaction, as well as some things that are more organizational change.
1: How does this impact the employee turnover? How does this impact how often they talk to each other or with their managers.
0: You might be wondering why out of all the potential areas of generative AI that Lindsay and her colleagues chose customer support to focus on.
1: Generative AI needs a lot of data to work really well. And so if you look at a sector of the economy where there's highish penetration relative to everywhere else... Customer support is kind of that area. So there's been a surprising amount of activity for actual rollout and development of these tools. And that's both due because there's just so much data in that area. So particularly text data and a lot of it is automatically is associated with outcomes. So how quickly did that worker resolve that problem? And there's also a lot of room for improvement. So. There are often kind of like a well-known fact that there are pretty huge productivity differences between your top performing customer service agents and your bottom performing ones. It's also an area where companies, there's been this huge shift to doing more with contact centers over the past couple years. And so it's an area where there's a big business need to get better at this.
0: So over the course of a year, they studied all of this using data from 5,179 customer support agents. And what they found is intriguing.
1: So the headline number is, on average, access to the AI improved productivity by 14%. But that hides a lot of heterogeneity. So for the least experienced and lowest skilled workers, they actually improved by 35% the most experienced and the ex-ante most productive workers see their almost no effective access to the AI.
0: So the gains accrue disproportionately to less experienced and lower skill workers. Why does that occur?
1: That, I think, is probably the most interesting part of the study. The way these, any machine learning-based tool works is it uses a training data set, and it looks at just for patterns in the data. So you, as a programmer, don't say, well, I know this phrase works well, so do this. And I know this is the common solution to this problem. And this solution is the common solution to that problem. And you kind of put that information in your program. That's not how ML works. In our setting, specifically what happens is the tool looks at the conversations of the high performers, compares those to that of the low performers, and kind of looks for differences between what the high performers and the low performers are doing that are associated with successful outcomes. And those are like can be totally uninterpretable to people. And so what the sort of economic content of that description is that the ML is trying to figure out what are the best practices of the top performers. So what are the way they greet customers? What are the solutions that they propose? How do they start asking diagnostic questions and taking all of those things? And it's going to turn those into suggestions that it generates for everyone. What that means is because the high skill workers, they're providing the content for the AI. But those are mostly things that they're already doing because that's where the AI has been learning them. And so when you have a tool that's suggesting you should do things that you're already doing, you probably are not going to see like huge productivity effects from access to that tool. It's really these workers who are very new or ex-ante are kind of in the bottom of the productivity ranking who really benefit from those suggestions because those are the things that they haven't figured out how to do yet And so when we look at how this changes what workers are doing, we see that using the text of the conversations, the high skill workers kind of just keep... They don't really change pre and post AI. It's really the low skill workers who change a lot and start moving closer to communicating like the high skill workers. And so what we think is happening is it's this diffusion of best practices that is enabled by the AI, and that's why we see those really big productivity increases for the low-skill and inexperienced workers and not so much for the high-skill workers. And that, we think, is just a function of the way machine learning works.
0: Were you surprised by the results?
1: Uh, That's a great question. I think at any sort of study where you look at people and you see 35% productivity increases, that's pretty shocking. You know, you could imagine going down to a four-day work week with that, that, those sort of effects. So I think that that was pretty surprising just off the bat. The fact that we saw effects not just in the workers' handle calls a little bit faster, but also to improve the share of problems that they solve, which is really more of like a knowledge based outcome like it's enabling them to solve problems that they weren't able to solve before and then also we do see pretty big increases in customer satisfaction those were i think all surprising
0: do you think ai will ever be able to jump in and do these types of studies
1: um probably (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm I'm certain that there's generative AI that can write economics papers better than I can write them.
0: <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much for talking with me today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure.
0: That was Lindsay Raymond, one of the researchers behind the study Generative AI at work. The link to that study is in the show description. If you'd like to see up to 50% automated resolution rates for your team, try FIN, Intercom's breakthrough AI bot that accurately and immediately answers customer questions, reducing support volume and resolution times. It's powered by OpenAI's GPT-4 and Intercom's proprietary technology. To find out more, go to intercom.com forward slash FIN. Okay, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening.